Hello once again, everybody, and welcome back to In Process here with Redmond Presbyterian Church. My name is Austin Ashenbrenner. I'm the pastor here at RPC and your host for this podcast episode. This will be a a short one, and uh, as you heard in the intro, we're uh, nearing the end of the calendar year, and so this will probably be one of our last podcasts. But I had a thought uh, this morning where I'm recording this uh, just before uh, Advent begins and, and December arrives. And of course, we all kind of think about December and and this time of year as, well, I should say most people think of it as kind of a hectic time of year, lots of activities and parties and and gifts to buy and wrap and all these things. And so it can often be uh, at least caricatured as a busy and hectic time of year. And so I got thinking about the idea of rest and, and the conversation we've been having over the the fall And it would be easy to say, you know, let's all figure out a way to just rest during the holidays. Let's do fewer parties or let's, you know, take some quiet moments in the morning and and all great, great stuff and and, and worth talking about. Uh, Over the fall, of course, we've talked about rest as it relates to joy, rest as it relates to um, stepping back and perhaps doing less at times. We've talked about rest and belonging. Today, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the idea of rest and exhaustion. Um, sometimes rest is active. Sometimes rest is uh, doing a thing, doing something that we love so much uh, that it wears us out. It We find ourselves um, just spent at the end of the day and simultaneously, oddly, incredibly happy and rested and our, our emotional and our spiritual battery is just full. Um, and so I want to talk about those spaces and those, those places and can, and consider how, um, those might become part of our lives and, and even a part of our, our holiday season this year. So again, we've been lots of places in this conversation of rest. We have more planned for the new year as we dive into things like Sabbath um, and and other practices that enable us to experience rest. But part of the reason I'm thinking about this idea of exhausted rest, or or you can call it active rest might be a, a better term, is when we look at 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 Jesus in, in, in Matthew's gospel, when he says that this, this passage that we keep coming back to as kind of our, our touchstone for this series on rest is he says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, all of you who are tired and exhausted and worn out. Eugene Peterson describes that as all of you who are uh, tired of, um, of, of religion, right? Like you're, you're, you're exhausted from all of the, the do's and the don'ts and the, the rules come to me. Jesus says, all of you who are, are worn out and I will give you rest, right? Rest for your souls. And then the next phrase is take my yoke upon you. Uh, for I am humble in, in, you know, in, in, in my work, my yoke is light. Um, I'm sorry, I'm paraphrasing, but without kind of doing a whole long sermon, many of us who have read this passage before know, and if, if this is new to you, that when Jesus references that that yoke, he's he's talking about um, 
a, a farming instrument, a, a tool that a yoke would go around the neck of two oxen and, and tie them together so that they would plow in a straight line. Uh, so when he references this idea of take my yoke upon you, Jesus is, even in this conversation of rest, is is moving into that space of work and, and, and labor, right? Take my yoke upon you and, and, and work alongside me. Um, and so, so we have to talk about the idea of what does it mean to be active in a way that is still, uh, restful where we experience this kind of rest for our souls that Christ talks about. The other reason why this is on my mind is because just last weekend or the weekend after Thanksgiving, depending on when you're listening to this, I experienced my own version of active rest. I many of you know, uh, but if you don't, I'll, I'll I'll come clean. I love to bake. I love to bake bread. It's it's become uh, it started as a hobby, and I would call it now a somewhere in the neighborhood of a healthy obsession. Um, I bake all kinds of breads and, and I love it. I love experimenting. Uh, I love the smell. Of course, I love the taste, but I, I love to bake bread. And over the Thanksgiving holiday, I signed up for a little holiday market in my, my local town and I baked, and I'm not exaggerating, I baked hundreds of loaves of bread and, and bagels and English muffins, all sorts of things. And I, I loaded them up and I took them to this little market and I put up my table and I, I got to sell bread to people in town and it was so much fun and it was so much work. I, I got to uh, church that following Sunday and people were like, did you have a nice Thanksgiving break? And and I, I just couldn't stop smiling. And the answer was, yes, I had a great Thanksgiving break. And, and then people would ask, was it, was it restful? Was it, you know, was it, did you, did you catch up on sleep? And, and in the same breath, I thought, no, I'm exhausted. My feet hurt. My back was a little sore. Um, I was, I was just tired in, in, in so many ways. And yet I loved it. When I bake bread, uh, it's a very physical activity, kneading the dough and, and I bake lots of bread. So I'm, I'm lifting big, heavy containers full of dough and carting them around. I'm picking up Dutch ovens and putting them in the stove, which weigh, you know, 20 pounds a piece. And, and so it can often be very physically taxing. Um, and yet at the same time, it's so much fun, right? I don't know if you have a hobby or a thing like this where when you do it, you just find yourself uh, losing track of time. They talk, they refer to that as kind of the flow state, right? You're just in it and you're uh, enjoying yourself. Um, baking bread can often be like that for me. There's something about the connection between um, my my hands working with with the dough, my my brain kind of getting to engage the the math of of you know how much water and how much yeast and how much salt. Um, but also in that process, one thing I love uh, about baking bread and and giving bread to people is I love the idea that that I'm creating something that somebody is going to get to enjoy. Maybe that's my children, maybe it's my 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 wife, my family. Maybe it's, you know, friends or, or people like at this market that I'd never met before that, that we're going to get to enjoy a, a, a tasty loaf of bread that night. That's so much fun is that act of, of getting to produce something 
uh, beautiful or do something that I think will be um, in some way caring uh, for other people in the world. And so as I think about this idea of active rest or busy rest, right, there's a million different ways we could conceptualize that. We could think of it as, uh, you know, self-care, right? Going for a run or, or um, reading a good book or um, playing with your grandkids or, or, or sipping coffee with a friend. Again, the list goes on and on. And I'm sure for you, um, dozens of other things come to mind. I love to bake bread. Maybe you have no interest in bread. And for you, it's, it's making jewelry or it's something else. But the, the thought that I want to put forward or that I want to kind of throw out there to kind of start the discussion or, or get us thinking, uh, in, in this direction of, um, living into this rest state that, that Jesus invites us into, I think lovingly is what are ways that in our active rest in any way, shape or form, we can participate in the act of bringing beauty or care into the world for others, right? I'm sure there are lots of ways I can, I can take a nap and that's restful in, in, in a certain way. But this idea of active rest of, of participating in this kind of work that Christ is doing. And in, in my humble opinion, I would think, what are ways that we can use our, our time and our energy and our lives in such a way that whatever we do, we are creating beauty uh, and, and care for the world, for others. So maybe that's, you know, you're, you're tending uh, to, to a garden. Maybe that's you're baking bread. Maybe that's, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're calling a friend, you're, you're sitting down with another person. There's lots of different expressions of this. And I would love to hear what yours are, but those seem to be the threads for me that connect rest and activity. There's lots of times where I'm just exhausted at the end of a, of a long day. Um, and I don't necessarily smile and say, oh, that was lovely. But the times when I do get to the end of the day and I'm physically and emotionally exhausted and I'm smiling from ear to ear because the kind of exhausted is, is so much fun, right? Is, is so much uh, joy. It's usually because in some small way, I got to uh, take care of somebody else, feed somebody else, um, make something that, that, that was beautiful, even if that means uh, writing something that, that is thoughtful or, or, you know, again, there's so many different ways we, we can bring beauty and care into the world. And so I guess that's my, my, my humble offering this morning as we listen to this together is um, as we think about active rest, rather than just thinking about self-care or, or what do I need? How do we think about it in terms of community and, and the world around us and participating in uh, the, the beauty that, that, that Christ has uh, given us to participate in? So let's continue thinking about that. Maybe you immediately know what that is for you. Oh, I love it when I get to do this, this, or this, or, or maybe it requires you to think a little bit more about that. Whatever it is, I would love to hear about it. Would love to uh, continue this conversation. And I hope for you that this holiday season uh, has moments of, of just 
real rest where you get to take a nap or you get to get good sleep. But I also hope that you get to experience some active rest where you find yourself spent and worn out for wonderful reasons that uh, that you're you're so grateful for. And in that, you get to experience uh, what Jesus is describing as this rest for all of us. So blessings to you all. I hope it's a great season. Uh, happy Advent and, and soon to be Merry Christmas. And look forward to continuing this conversation in the new year. All right, everybody. Have a great day.